Hi y'all, Lula May here. I just wanted to say thank y'all so much for listening to Mary and Andy on Good at This. It's a great little comedy show that gives me the giggles in all the good, good places. Now, some of the things they might say may be a little wacky or zany, but they're just playing around, so don't go taking that stuff as gospel, okay? Wait, is that it? Nothing about how you believe this podcast is the key to happiness or the cure for cancer? Well, well, no, silly, but bless your heart for asking, you goofy Gus. I always love those cute little bits y'all do for the episode. Oh, well, thanks. Um, well, gosh, I think you pretty much covered everything. Enjoy the episode, everybody. This podcast cures arthritis. Bye! Bitch! Hey everybody, this is Andy Clodfelter. <laughs> what, what is this? Mary, what is this? What are you doing? Oh, it's a noisemaker, but I'm having a hard time with it. Okay, okay now, now, now I'm happy. Now that you've done that right into the microphone, what's your name? <laughs> this is Mary Enright. And you're listening to Mary, Mary and Andy, Andy aren't, aren't good, good at, at this. this. Or blowing noisemakers. Okay. <laughs> You all might be wondering, asking yourself, why is what? this horrible, just abomination of a noise compilation what happening in on? my ear right now? And the answer is... We're celebrating. We're celebrating. And why, why do you ask, would we be celebrating on this day of days? Because we are above average. We are officially no longer just uh, not good at... Well, we're not good at this. Well, let's be clear. That's still what we are. But we have officially reached above average status in podcasting. Yes. What does that mean, you ask? It's an arbitrary thing that we it's, care about. It's an arbitrary stat that we've decided <laughs> to latch on to. Okay, so for everybody who's wondering what, what, the, what the hell we're talking about. Um, so we, I discovered a stat a while back that evidently 50% of podcasts mm-hmm. end prior to their seventh episode. That's like marriages. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's like marriages. <laughs> the seventh episode's always the, the, the death of all marriages. Um, but uh, but yeah, so 50% end before episode seven. And hmm, what episode is this? This part? is episode it's seven! It's episode seven! Woo! Uh, <laughs> I have one too. Uh, I went to the store and bought these. Mary bought these for this, literally just for this occasion. Yeah. In her busy life. I don't regret um, it. And I do just, regret the first time I blew it, though. Yes, because it was such an epic failure. <laughs> Too many test runs. Um, and then also, in addition to that, so after that seven per- after that uh, episode seven, 50% of those remaining quit before episode 25. Okay. So, like, that means that if we made it to 25, that we would be, like, we'd be, like, on the honor roll. Okay, so what are we going to get for episode 25? Like, what? Like, what are we going to, what noise are we going to make? Um, I'm thinking like, just, whoop. we're just going to, like yeah, we're going to buy things. <laughs> Mary, no, Mary, Mary buys a trombone. Yeah. It's just like, um, so, yeah, so, so everybody stay tuned for episode 25. We're going to get there. I'll play hot cross buns on the recorder. <laughs> That would be a much more affordable, cost-effective option. <laughs> so, 
So, uh, so Mary's really good at playing the fake, uh, the fake recorder. I'm so. good at lots of fake things. Yes, yeah, she's very good at things that are not real. <laughs> um, okay, so thanks everybody again for joining us for episode seven and our shenanigans. So uh, let's get over to our first segment. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? It is the dark horse of the podcast. It is Andy. Oh wait. Andy isn't good at this. Okay, thank you. Is that you. what you wanted? Yes, I was trying to promise that. It was so good last time. I needed it again. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for the Dark Horse of the Podcast, which feels very unnatural coming at the beginning of the episode like this. Uh, but um, So this is a part, again, where I like to talk about things or thing in this situation that I'm not so great at. Um, this one's a real big thing. Like, it's like a devastating part of my life and so oh. I need to talk about it because okay. it is just like I don't know when this is ever going to get better I'm intrigued um, so Andy me is not good at dun, dun, dun. cleaning in general oh <laughs> so same um let me say this so a lot of people are like oh you mean you don't like don't dust and you don't like um you know clean bacteria use like those wet wipes I'm like no I just mean like generally like well this is a good place for a standing pile of garbage or this is a place or this is a good place for something that is not garbage but will sit there for the next six years until I finally decide to acknowledge it so you're really not good at this so I'm real bad at this like I like this is like saying this on the radio is basically like the radio (laughs) On on the podcast radio um, is is essentially just dooming me to be single forever. If any if any any eligible humans ever hear no, because guarantee there's dirty people. No, oh sorry, you're it's not like, dirty. Give me those dirty <laughs> dirty people. I want some dirty um, people. No, I mean there's if I have found if there is something about me, bet there there's somebody else out there like me. Somebody out there who's just like I love cleaning messes so much. Oh, just hearing yeah. about this. I just want to clean up. But here's the thing. So I'm, I want to make it clear. I do clean up after myself. It just takes, like, it has to reach, like, critical mass a lot I of the time. I get that. And here's the thing that's that's funny for me is, like, I have, like, at different places I've lived, I've made a point of, like, and I'm sure adults do, like, people, I speak of adults, but they're not, they're not me, but people invite people over to their houses and stuff like that, uh-huh. and, like, I never understood, like, when I was growing up, like, my parents would, like, clean up, like, I'm like, the place is already clean, and not, nobody cares, so, uh-huh. like, well, it makes me feel better, like, you know, whether they care or not, but it was a big deal for me is to have them over because I'm like, oh, I need to clean because, for some reason, I care about other people being comfortable in a clean, um, cozy place, but for me, I'm just like, no, I just got like, uh, I'm just like, like, I just need a, I just need a runway to like w- the places that I frequent in my house or my, um, or my car. But doesn't it feel kind of good when you get in like a, like when you go to a friend's place for the first time and it's just a little bit, it's the same level as me- of dirty oh, as sure. your place. For sure. And they're like, oh, sorry, it's, it's a mess in here. And you're like, you're this like, is thank perfect. God. I'm not alone again. You are invited to my house. You are allowed over. You're a dirty bird. You can come over anytime. So I also have a thing like where, well, for me, it's interesting because there are some things that do not bother me at all. Like the amount of honestly the amount of crumbs on the floor do not bother me <laughs> dog, dog that's one nice thing about dogs is like food on the ground will be taken care of i don't really like i can my tolerance for the amount of crumbs on the floor is far higher than like my tolerance for 
dishes in the sink. Sure. Dishes in the sink need to be addressed in my world mm-hmm. immediately. Sure. It's just, it's funny to me. There are so many things that like, I am like, I am a habitual and I'm great at it. Um, and here's the thing is after I clean, mm-hmm. so like I clean up like, so like the backseat of my car or something like that, or like my, um, usually it's just like, I don't know, like living room or something like that at my, at my place. And like, I'll clean it up and then all of a sudden for like, it'll be a solid two weeks yeah. that I am just freaking just Christine. Mr. Spiffy yes, <laughs> and I'm just killing it. And then like, it's just this gradual thing of like one thing gets there and then like the next time I'm like, well, it's already there. So I'll leave another thing and it just, and then eventually I'm just like, I'm back to the darkness. Yeah. Do you ever like leave the room and then come back in the room and pretend like you're seeing it for the first time? What? You're like, okay, you clean a room really well. And then you leave the room and then you come back in, like pretending like you haven't seen it. Like, I wonder what this room looks like. And you're like, oh, it looks like it's out of a magazine. No. So <laughs> you've never so, done that. I can tell. I, I, yeah, no, and I, I, I wanted to say, cause I'm always like, I'm sure people have listened to past episodes know that for the most part, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I, I can understand that Mary. And I try and like get on board, but that one absolutely. I could tell. I've never done that before. Well, it feels good. You're like, wow, whoever lives here is. Wow, what a, what an amazing spiffy and responsible person yeah and I mean I can only when I was single without children I think I did an okay actually that's not true (laughs) I have a story to tell okay that I I was gonna say that I did an okay job keeping my area clean and that it's since I've had small kids that it's their fault but that is not true because I lived in a studio apartment and I had both my pit bull and my long hair cat in this like teeny tiny studio apartment. Your tortoise shell? Yeah. Your tortoise? Bear bear. Bear bear. And um, so, okay, I was dating my my current husband. Uh-huh. When I say current, it makes it sound like I'm going to have another one later on. But he's my, <laughs> like, my husband. Yes. Okay, and so I went to work and he did something that I think he thought was like really nice for me, which is he went to my apartment, he had a key, went to my apartment and he cleaned oh, my no. whole apartment. Okay, so I come home from work and my immediate gut feeling is he thought this place was so gross that right. he couldn't handle being here yep. and had to clean it. Yes. You and get that? I, here's the thing. Like, it is, if, and I want, I want to say I have the because I'm sure he listens, he dabbles in this occasionally. I, that was the, a very sweet thing to do. Yes. But I have had that happen to me before, and it has this feeling of, like, A, like someone was exposed to my stuff, and B, I'm like, I'm like, I just got treated like a child. Like, I, like, well, I know you're not going to be able to handle this, so I'm going to take care of it. And yeah, it is like, like, wow, my stuff was so disgusting to somebody else, like you said, that, that they had to do it themselves. Yeah. So. Although, I will say to his credit, in that same apartment, like, I had only lived in that apartment for, like, a couple months, and my shower wasn't draining. Uh-huh. And it wasn't draining to where, like, the, it was, like, up to my ankles. And so he's, like, being, like, the brand new boyfriend, I'm going to fix everything for you. So we went, and he, like, snaked my drain the mass of hair this was not my hair that came out and it smelled so awful and I was like okay I'm like well I'm really glad brand new boyfriend that you did this for me it was awful so they you're yeah the embarrassed like I I almost had like an emotional dread reaction to that of of thinking about somebody like that I was dating doing that for me and I'd be like I'm like you can't see no I 
you can't see my darkness inside. You can't see this. Well, I was like, that is not, that was not my mess. That is not my nastiness. <laughs> like, if I had lived there for a long period of time, although, and also, too, he, get yourself a husband. They're great. They do all the gross jobs mm-hmm. around the house. Yeah, so I'll, I need to get a husband yes. to clean up my gross things. So It's great. Yes, it is. I, and then I complain. I'm like, you don't, you didn't load the dishwasher when like he's over there like, yeah, snake and drains and stuff. Yeah. You know, like I try <laughs> right. to remember like, yeah. but. And I think, and I think that's also another thing is I'm like, I don't, it's like, is a, is a single man child. It is one of those things where it's like having no other person to be like responsible to. Um, and especially like now it's like having friends over isn't hardly a thing anymore because just like people have busy lives and mm-hmm. they have families and stuff like that. And so it is like, it gets harder and harder to do that. But, um. So, yeah, so, no, I'm, I appreciate you uh, listening to a thing that I was not good at and not judging me too harshly. You know who is a genius, a business genius? Who's that? The guy that invented Drano. Because it's literally like, hey, pour this down the drain. <laughs> yes. Buy this and pour it down the drain. Mm-hmm. And they tell you to pour the whole bottle down when I'm guessing I don't. I pour you probably like, do less. Yeah, I'm like, you're not the boss of me. That's how I live my life. Yeah. Jeez, out of my space. I saw, it was like on a, um, I think I was watching like an uh, NBC on demand show that I used like a fake email address to get free sure. stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, it was a um, like a dryer sheet ad. Mm-hmm. And they were like, put in two sheets for fresh laundry. Absolutely not. I was like, why two? No, you put in one. And then it said, for extra freshness, use three. And it's like, why don't you just throw the this whole is, damn box in there? spiraling out of control. Like, I'm like, I know... <laughs> I'm so like that would be the worst advertising because then I'm like, well, all my dryer sheets only seem to need one, so I'm right. not buying your stuff. They just want you to go through it twice as fast. They're yeah. like, oh, could one paper towel do the trick? Use four. How about seven? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that a shout out to? Uh, no, it was, not, it was not. I was not. No, just I like the number seven. <laughs> it's a good I one. Use it frequently. It's a lucky uh, number. Yes, it is. So, uh, so that is the end of uh, that. Andy isn't good at this. Um, so actually, weirdly enough, okay. unlike prior times when we've had a uh, two listener questions, uh, oh. we have opted to, we've actually created a new segment, um, which we will be introducing today Yeah. Uh, following this. And uh, Mary, do you know the, do you want to tell us the name of that? Or yeah, because I named it. She did. And I love it. Okay. It's go quote yourself. Go quote yourself. Go quote yourself. Go quote yourself. I'm trying to think of the em- emphasis on that. Go quote yourself. Go quote yourself. <laughs> well, that's, there's a lot of different ways yeah. to say it, as we've made clear. Wait, really quick. Can we talk about how, <laughs> how we were texting, and um, you and I were texting each other, mm-hmm. and you said something to the effect of, like, yeah, you, like we were making a joke, like, you really fooled that person, and I said, gotcha and you were like i don't think you know what i was talking about because you thought i meant like oh gotcha oh, oh, like, yeah, oh sure. gotcha and i was like no it was like haha gotcha but <laughs> yes. when you text it like you can't really put the emphasis and on like I feel like the exclamation point like multiple exclamation points helps but yeah no i know what you mean like i because i was just like i was like mary's just brushing me off right now I'm like well you didn't that i wasn't giving you information so i don't know what you're talking about i was slightly angry with my husband today and so we had our normal like text exchange that we usually mm. have just like normal stuff but instead of exclamation points i used periods oh dot 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 no just oh, just to everything just instead of thanks it was like thanks. thanks sounds good yeah appreciate you looking forward to seeing you ttyl brb <laughs> okay so um so this segment uh Go quote yourself. Go quote yourself. Uh, is uh, is we will be reading. Uh, Mary and I have each brought 
a positive aphorism. Which is a um, new word for me. Which is a new word. Uh, kind of like a, uh, a, a, an inspiring or uplifting thing that has like a grain of truth to it. Or um, just inspirational quotes in general that Mary and I would like to ask someone to go quote themselves. Basically, shove it. Can you say that word again? Because you kept texting it to me and I... Aphorism. Aphorism. Yes. Or aphorism. I don't know. But I go with just aphorism. Aphorism. Yes. So... um, I'm going to use like a swear. (laughs) Yes. So we have a couple. Um, Aphorism. So would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Oh, um... Ladies first, me. Ladies first, okay. Okay. Um, mine is, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Hmm. How do you feel about that when you hear that? So, I have a few words. Okay. Uh, for that quote. Okay. So, I completely debunk it. Oh, okay. Four words. Stubbing my pinky toe. (gasps) Oh. If this made me stronger, I would be a lesser deity by now. Um, and the toe, it's really easy to break your toe. I'm sure it is. I probably, like, one of my pinky toes is probably, like, 47 times over. And people are like, well, the bone grows. And I'm like, I have gained no power out of my pinky toe being stubbed. It just hurts really, really bad. One time I ripped my pinky toenail out, and I didn't even know oh. it until I was like, my foot is wet. And I looked down, and it was <laughs> oh, covered in bleeding. blood. And then is when it started to hurt. It didn't hurt until, until I saw it. Until you acknowledged it? Wonderful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so no, there's a few different things like, cause it's, it, the, the assertion is that just like, if something happens, like it's going to make you stronger. I get the point. Okay. But like, don't come in here all like you've just created like the rule of law here, mister. Uh-huh. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Okay. Cause like, for example, like I'm, how many times have you been in like a, a situation like on the road where you like almost hit somebody or you That's almost get hit? scary. Yeah. And have you ever, after that, like, after the absolute terror that almost gives you a stroke and makes you die right there in the Mm -hmm. car, have you ever thought, like, you know what, I'm stronger for this? (laughs) I've put my phone down. It didn't didn't kill me. Yeah. And I gained no strength out of that. I think my heart just is probably closer to death now. I tend to cluster really poor driving. Like, I'll have, like, a day where I'm like, God damn it, I'm going to, like, where I have, like, four near accidents, and they're all my fault. (laughs) <laughs> You're just like, why am I so bad at yes, driving? Yes, like, for some reason today, I just can't seem to, like, judge a distance sure. or focus. Sure. Do you have any thoughts on this quote, Mary? Um, yes, I do. Okay. I'd like to hear them. Okay. It only works if you don't die. Like, if you die, <laughs> like, okay, because, yeah, some things will kill you. You can get this right a hundred times in a row, but the one time you get it wrong, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the stakes are too high. Like, I don't want to play that game. Although, I don't know if this quote is encouraging. It's like... Go uh, jump go, off a building. Go get in a go into a bear cave and see what happens. Yeah, like, I don't think it's encouraging that. It's just saying like, and, and again, I understand the point of it is like, hey, like this was really horrible, but you didn't die, so like you've now you got this experience. Typhoid. <laughs> I think if you get typhoid and you don't die, I think that like for the rest of your life you will probably be weaker. So for all of those, all of those of you out there. Who were thinking like, well, does typhoid make you stronger? It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make, in fact, it makes you much, much worse. Yes. Um, okay, so that was good. Thank you for bringing that one to the table. Oh, you're welcome. So, mine comes from a man that I actually have a great amount of respect for. Okay. Um, so it pains me to say this, but be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Is that Dr. Seuss? That is Dr. M.F. and Seuss. Yes. 
My man. Which is a very difficult, it's a deceptively difficult name to spell. Yes. It's the S-E-U-S-S. Yeah. So, any thoughts on that, Mayor Bear? Um, like, no, they nailed it. <laughs> I know, I was just so <laughs> Like, oh, good, good, good part of the segment. Uh, so, those that matter don't mind. Wait. So, so those again. who mind don't matter. Uh-huh. And those who matter don't mind. Okay, unless it's, like, your boss. <laughs> yeah, like, he's kind of important. Right. Like, I mean, it's sort of true, but it's true, like, I guess, like, in an interpersonal, like, friendship relationship. Sure. It's only true if you don't care about that person. If sure. you actually care... Like, what if you, when you get dumped, or your boss, right. or the CIA. Yeah. The, C- <laughs> the CIA? Yeah. They matter. Wait. They matter? They matter? Hey. Even if I'm like, oh, don't worry about what I'm doing over here, CIA. Yeah. Hey, CIA, I know you're listening. We just want you to know, you matter. I've been listening to a lot of conspiracy theory podcasts okay. lately, and so I'm all like, oh, yeah, you really matter a lot. You're not just a cover for some secret uh-huh. organization. So... So that's Mary's take on the CIA, <laughs> the CIA. Apparently, I think that some people, maybe myself included, think that the CIA killed JFK. Oh, nice rhyme scheme. CIA, oh, yeah. CIA killed JFK. I didn't say that though. That's just me quoting Mary. They probably um, did. Okay, so and I had a, a few thoughts on this. Okay. So, so basically, um, so my mom comes up to me. Let's just say my mom comes up to me and says. I really care about you. Uh-huh. And I want you to live a, a successful and happy life. Okay, that's a mom thing to say. Yeah, well, sorry, mom. You don't matter. Dr. Seuss said. Wait. I'm having a really hard time focusing on this quote. Okay. Those that matter don't mind. Mm-hmm. So your mom doesn't mind. So, like, if I'm doing stuff that's, um... Like, let's say, like, I'm just, like... I'm drinking 24-7 and out of control. Okay, okay. And my mom would have come up and be like, I care about you and I don't want you to die. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, sorry, Seuss ya. Like, <laughs> sorry, unfortunately, Dr. Seuss says Oh, those fine. that matter don't mind and yeah. those that mind don't matter. Oh, yeah. mom, okay. So like, sorry for your concern. It's like, get out of my business. Or like, let's here's, here's a more fun example, I guess. So like, I just decide one day like... And dying of alcoholism. Slightly more upbeat. Uh, is I'm going to just be, I'm going to go out and I'm going to be a dead, dress up as a, a dead bird and just lie on the sidewalk. Okay. All the time. Okay. Do you mind? I don't actually mind. Oh, Mary doesn't. Okay. So, right, okay, but so should I, okay, for the case of this, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, so that's So let's weird. say like, I just like, well, I quit my job. And they're like, why? Like, cause I'm just going to be a dead bird on the sidewalk. Okay. So, um, so if somebody came up to me and they're like, like, oh honey, like, I don't know if that's a great idea. I'm like, Dr. Seuss, motherfucker. Yes. You can't tell me how to live my life. Those that matter, those that matter you don't, don't mind. You don't matter anymore because apparently you mind. Those that mind don't matter. Or I guess the last one that I had here for this is, um, is telling your, telling uh, a bunch of people saying, hey, I'm an active pile of explosives on an airplane. We do know. Okay. Dr. Seuss. We also, though, do need to acknowledge the fact that this is the same person that wrote a walk it in my pocket. Yeah, I'm going to say, Dr. Seuss, why don't you keep it to, like, fun, hip rhymes? Um, I mean, listen, I'm not saying, like, oh, the, the places... The phone. Sure. I'm not going to tell you that, that, oh, the places you'll go didn't didn't actively make me tear up at high school graduation. Um that was a weird thing to wow. confess. Wow, that's my, nice. My grandpa read it, and it was really, well, really nice. Well, if somebody, you know, delivered it in a powerful way, yes. I could see that. And because, uh, and then like, reading it now, I'm like, oh my gosh, he nailed it on so many things. Like so many things that have already happened. Like he did nail it on that. So but, at my high school graduation, they like let the seniors 
like leave school for like two weeks mm-hmm. and then they tried to bring us back for graduation. Like, we're, nope. Yeah, we're like, you're not the boss of us. <laughs> Try to like, they're like trying to corral all of us and they're like yeah. saying like, if you don't pay attention during rehearsal, you don't get to walk the stage. And we're all like, well, we don't really care about that. Yeah, like, I mean, are you, am I just not going to graduate now or what's the deal? What's the stakes? I did not grab, okay, I did not go to my college graduation either, mm-hmm. partly because I wasn't really sure if yes. I had, do you like this story? <laughs> okay, I wasn't really sure if I had actually graduated, I was pretty <laughs> sure that I had, but like, and also, I was like so done with school, but I was, I was, it took me five years to get my undergrad, I was over it, I wanted to quit that last semester, I barely sneaked by, snuck, sneaked, snucked. Dr. Seuss doesn't care. Yes, Dr. Seuss. Um, but uh, so then it was like, so then I got a job in bartending and I was a bartender for like 10 years. Well, that kind of, you know, gets old after a while. Well, actually, no, the truth is, is that I started to really, really like cutting people off and kicking people out of the bar. Mm. And that was when I realized this may not be the most spiritually well placed for right, you. Right, right. Because I loved kicking people out. I love telling people, no, get out of here. You but just anyway. keep being like, Seuss Joe. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> that needs to be a new thing. Yeah. I soos you, mother. Seuss <laughs> It does sound like, is it soused means drunk? That's not, not where you? I was going with that. But yeah, so- sauced you? I don't know. I don't think sauced to get sauced. sauced. Yes, to be sauced is to be drunk. or soused. I think is awesome. Okay. Anyway, so I was trying to get a like a job that required my degree, but I was a little embarrassed just to have them send the admissions thing to the job because I wasn't completely sure that I had actually graduated. Yeah. So I had him send it to me first. And so I was like, yeah, just send it to me and then I'll look at it and then I can send it along. And I remember very clearly opening that letter on my front porch like 12 years after mm-hmm. I graduated, opening it up and being like, oh, I graduated college. I remember the day that you let that you told everybody that you 12 graduated. years ago. Uh-huh. You were so excited. So excited. You played it. You played it down. But I was like, I'm like. That's super cool, like, to just be like, hey, turns out I have a bachelor's degree. Like, no big deal. Like, I just now have more employment opportunities. But it was in creative writing, so I may as well have had, like, a bachelor's (laughs) degree, like, in being a rock star. Well, my bachelor's degree isn't exactly uh, super dope or anything like that What is it? It's in history. That's cool. uh, Yeah, just as cool as, I think creative writing is a way cooler one, and I wish I had that. That's cool. Yeah. History is creative writing. It's, uh, it's (laughs) creative. It's fact. It is. It is. It is. Uh, I guess um, s- subjective fact. Yeah. Uh, creative writing by uh, the old people who wrote it. Yes. So um, okay. So that was the old go quote yourself. Go quote yourself. Do, 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 do. That's the end of that episode. Yeah. Um, so so everybody. <laughs> did you want me to sing? Sense. No, I didn't. So um, so first off, I did want to just do a quick apology to everybody for yelling Sustia multiple times. You know what, though? I didn't jump. She didn't didn't jump. I was surprised. So it couldn't have been that loud. No, it should be fine. What were the ones that you yelled? yelled, Help. Help. Oh, God. When you yelled help. Hey, Josh. Hey, yeah. And then there was at least one other. Oh, it's Zion. We found it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That that helped, though. The help the first time. That gave me the same reaction as, like, when you almost hit somebody in your car. Like, where my heart was pounding. I was like, oh, my gosh. That was so close. Yeah, Mary found out where my voice can go, and it's very loud sometimes. So, anyways, um, now is the time when we like to take a break, Uh and uh, I think we're going to go there. Okay. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Okay, so, 
Needless to say, uh, this episode, I'd like to thank everybody who's joining us for their first episode ever on this one. Who is just like, is this all they do? Yeah, it's a lot of it. <laughs> it's it's a big noises. chunk. So like, yeah, we just bring noisemakers to every episode. I'm surprised at how inconsistent I am on I this know, it's, instrument. It's not, I can't believe that the, the, the like dollar noisemakers that you bought I know. <laughs> aren't, like, aren't just killing it every time. Um, so, uh, so welcome back everybody from the break. Uh, so we did want to first off go over real quick the, uh, Facebook poll that we oh, had yeah. this week. Um, I which, actually remember this one. Which was very dating centric. It was about kind of the question we asked last week, which was about, um, being friends with your ex essentially, yes. or, you know, after you break up or what have you. But no. Um, and so the question was, uh, is, you know, is, are do you, is it like, is it, cool? exactly, is it cool to be, you know, friends with your ex after, after the relationship or whatever? Like, yeah. is, is it, is there, is there friendship? Like we can just be friends. Is, the, can you basically? I'm saying yeah to your question, not as my answer. Yes. Okay. To be clear. So, um, this one was not even close. <laughs> because people aren't morons. I think, I think for the first like five minutes it was close and then it just got swept up because this one had a lot of votes for it. Um, so 71% voted no, we can't be friends. I think it was, oh, honey, no. Oh, honey, no. Yeah. <laughs> and 29% voted yes. I will say of those 29%, I was one of them because I was kind of like, yes and no. Like, it's kind of, it's, and that was a lot of people's votes was, um, was like, depends on the circumstances, things like that, but definitely not immediately afterwards, which was kind of what we talked about last time. But I wanted to make it just blanket yes or no. I put yes because I have been friends with people I've dated afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, so I can't say no completely. But um, but for the most part, it's real hard. I read a comment on that poll from somebody who was saying like, well, yes and no. Because if it's a mutual breakup and you guys are just like, okay, well, we're not really like clicking on chemistry. And it got me thinking, I don't think I've ever Had felt that. Had a mutual breakup? Yeah, I don't think I have. Mm -hmm. I think everyone has been either one or the other of us was mm -hmm. like super emotionally involved. Yeah, and it feels like if there is a mutual breakup, like that would, it almost feels like that would have to be super early on. Like, yeah. you've been trying it for like a few weeks or something like that. And you're like, no, this isn't really a thing. Like, we shouldn't do this anymore. I don't think I've ever felt that. Because you know why? Because I am a creep. And I, like, fall in love with somebody, and then I'm like, how can I make them fall in love with sure. me? I can like all the same things they like. Yeah, like, 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 like. Um, so anyway, so that was our poll uh, for the week. So, and everybody who, if you want to check in on the polls or vote on the polls, uh, again, that's at Mary and Andy Aren't Good at This on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, and the at is Mary and Andy Podcast. Is It's at Mary and Andy Podcast, if you ever want to mention us, I think, so... Oh, wait, what is it? It's at weird because it's like the at. So, like, if you referenced it, you have to at Mary and Andy podcast. Uh huh. But then the actual name of the page is Mary and Andy aren't good at this. Oh. Because that would have been a really, really long at <laughs> to do. So, I didn't do that. But if you do at Mary and Andy. But then Andy. once you do it, then it'll appear and list the whole name. It's confusing. Oh, okay. Like, it could be the letter W and the, like, <laughs> like at the letter W and then Mary and Andy, Mary and Andy aren't good at this would pop up. I just learned something. Yeah. So, uh, so we learned a little bit more today. We'll have you there. seen that? It's that. Um, I think it's a joke, but it's still funny. Um, the old guy who is like using Twitter as a search engine, like he's like adding like Applebee's and he's like, he's like, 
what's on the buffet or something. <laughs> just have you adding seen? them? No, yeah. I haven't seen that. It's really funny. I think Where it might this? be a joke. I think it's on Twitter. Okay. It's just this old guy. In oh, her, there's a, it's an account that does it. Okay. Yeah, or he's like, he's like, has anyone seen Louise? Like, <laughs> I left her there or something. I don't know. Oh, poor man. We're also on Twitter, but I can't say with enough confidence to tell you what our at is. But if you type in Brian Mary and Andy aren't good at this, we have a Twitter. It's not super active, but if anybody's like super into Twitter, you can hop on there um, because I made one. I reactivate. <laughs> I do have a Twitter and I reactivated it. Like, well, I don't think I ever unactivated it, but I logged in and within two minutes I was like, this is why I hate Twitter. Yeah. Goodbye. I was just kind of like, I'd never experienced it before. Like I've literally never had a Twitter. And so like, I'm like. I, I, like, commented on a couple people, like, other podcasters, things that, uh-huh. are, like, I've listened to for ages, and they liked my response, and I'm like, oh, my God, a famous person just liked me. It's the biggest, like, and, you know, it's probably not even them. It's probably... Well, it might be. Yeah. I do not want for the entire world to have access to me. Sure. Because I don't like 98% of them. Humans? Sure. I'm like, uh, no. Nope, I will good. cultivate my own group of people who I approve of their opinion of yes. me. Yes. Yes, that Facebook does have some controllability, which is nice. Um, so moving on, I did want to give a quick shout out. So like, here's the thing. So I, I on Anchor, um, I do this occasionally as a hop on Anchor, uh, which is the app we use for making our podcast, which if you heard the ad just a moment ago, that's what I was talking about. On there, basically everybody who makes podcasts on there, you can go through and like click like new podcasts and like go through them and just like listen. And I'm just kind of wanting to support like new podcasts kind yeah. of like us. And it's kind of a reciprocal thing too. And so I listened to, whoops, uh, I, <laughs> I listened to this one podcast and normally it's I didn't like, flinch that time. Thank you. So I was listening to this podcast and it was called, um, all hands on deck. Um, and it's these two women that are, uh, for me, it was great for me. And I'm, I, I Mary, I think is, is, has dabbled a little bit as well, but it's a, it's a, it's kind of a nerdy podcast and I, that's self-proclaimed nerdy. Like I really, really enjoyed it. They are hysterical. Um, they are two, two women talking about, um, a lot of like, you know, uh, Marvel movies, things like that. Just kind of all things, uh, nerd. I think there's some stuff that was above me even, but they're also, I will say this for a warning for, for family. It is a not safe for work podcast. It is far less safe for work than ours, but it is a very, very good show. Um, and I think you should check it out. There are a couple podcasts named that all hands on deck. Um, but this one in particular, it has like a big ship in the, in the picture. So oh, you see like that that's one. where it comes from. Yeah. Well, I love a funny woman. Okay. Women are the best. Yeah, I agree. We're the best. I'm basically, my entire life is essentially being, striving to be similar, akin to a woman. Oh. Which is a really weird thing to say, and I almost regret saying that enough. No, <laughs> I like it. I mean, it. If people who understand get it, but people who don't are just like, well, that's weird. Well, <laughs> so, those that matter don't mind. Yeah, well, okay, so I and do those that mind with, don't matter. I agree with Dr. Seuss some of the time, but but yes, go women, they're the best. Um, um, I, like to, I like the knowledge that pretty much anyone who's funny has been through some horrible time like, in their life oh i'm emotionally scarred yes. that hilarious. yeah um, what but, doesn't kill you makes you stronger okay. dang it see this is the thing is we've did, just debunked both of her well no no no. that's the fact that they don't they're not blank universal yes, yeah. yes 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 but, but yes, uh, again, I just, and they, you know, they were super cool. I talked to them. I, you know, uh, chatted with them a little bit, followed all their stuff. And, uh, and I do expect, I do plan on continuing to listen. So, um, again, it's all hands on deck, um, and they're available in all the same places that we are basically. So, cool. um, so moving on from that, 
to everybody's favorite segment. Merry story time. Merry story time. Coming in hot. Here she comes. <laughs> I don't. I I tried to do a different version of the song, and it was just really bad. I felt like it was kind of like a Here Mary Tyler Moore. You know, like, you know, Nick at Night type stuff. <laughs> Although now Nick at Night is like stuff that we grew up with. Yeah. Like, so, like I remember Nick Boy at Night. Boy Meets is like, World? Is it? No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I was thinking of a show that was something we grew up with. I think it's like Saved by the Bell and stuff That'd be like great that. if it was like Rugrats or something like that. Like, Oh, dog. my gosh. I love Rugrats. Have you, did you ever watch Recess? I don't think so, no. Amazing. Check it. It was that, it was, that was a cartoon, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. There was uh, a time in my life where I would hang out all by myself get a little bit inebriated mm-hmm. and watch recess i i think when i was drinking and i was when i was at the U of I and i was like drinking a lot and we like to just you know do nonsense at home and i think we watched me and my roommates when i was when i was living with tim and my other uh, friend luke we would sit there and watch get drink and watch the show franklin franklin which is the turtle Oh yeah! Hey, it's Franklin. <laughs> and I also love Are You Afraid of the Darks? Another side. Ooh, that is a good one too. It's also a great show. Um, but Teletubbies anyways. drunk is good too. <laughs> I've that would be just true. I would just be terrified. Tubby that, Custard. That scares, <laughs> scares me even when yeah, I'm like sober. Like the sun is like a child's I'm face. A, I'm terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it really is. You're like, whoa, they're crazy over there in the UK. <laughs> they have problems. Um, so okay. anyways, Mary's story time. Okay. I just want to talk about how, like, un... I don't know if this is the word or not. Unresilient. Non-resilient. How much I lack resilience. Resilient-less. Yes. Resilient-less. I, uh, okay. And, okay, I was thinking about this because that's my knee-jerk reaction to be like, I don't have any resilience. Like, because it's true that when something gets hard, I immediately start complaining. Sure. But I usually do finish. I just finish like I became the biggest pain in the ass for everybody around me as possible. Like if we are doing, I used to, I trained for a marathon and I did not compete in the marathon, but every like long run, I was just a complete asshole to everyone around me. <laughs> and they're like, we're doing this too. Like we are also running oh, these wow. distances. And I'm like, this is so hard, you know, or like if we are traveling somewhere on vacation, I get really excited about the first packing, driving to the airport, checking in, getting to the airport. But it is like, as soon as we get off the plane uh-huh. and we like have to get our stuff and all the fun stuff is done, I instantly start complaining. Mary, can I interrupt for one moment? Please do. Did you just categorize packing things and preparing going to the airport as the fun things? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, continue. Because you're, like, excited because there's, like, stuff that's going to... You're, like, it's... This is going to be fun. This is going to... I'm oh. looking... I'm so looking forward to my ears bleeding as we take off. Um, One time, my ex-husband and I, we were, like... I don't remember where we were going. We used to travel quite a bit. But we had... Our flight was at, like, 4.30 in the morning. And so oh. we went out the night before, and we just went straight to the airport. <laughs> okay. Which is, like, not recommended. Yeah. So we get to the airport. We are in... We are in okay enough shape that they let us on the plane. Okay. Which is like, like kind of the It got iffy for a minute there. Yeah. Right? They let us in. They let us on the plane. And so we're in the air and my ex goes to go to the bathroom and he's in there for like a really long time. Mm-hmm. And the flight attendant comes by and she's like passing out 
like food or something. And I'm like, oh, can I get another one? My husband will be back. He's in the bathroom. And she's like, okay, yeah, sure. So she gives me whatever it was, like a, you know, a soda or snacks or something. And then she comes back for her second pass or whatever. And I'm like, oh, he's still not back. And she's like, he's still not back. And I was like, listen, just give him some space. Okay. Like I just (laughs) thought like. Very defiant. Yeah. I was like, you know, just give him some space. Like sometimes it takes. Whatever he is doing in there, sometimes sure. it takes a while, okay? And she's like, it's been like half an hour, and we're on an airplane. And I was like, I'm sure it's fine. It's well, party poop. She did, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, just give him whatever time he needs, lady. And um, so then she, obviously, I did not convince her that everything was fine, because mm-hmm. they went back up there. They, on the airplane, they had to pry the door open. He had passed out in the bathroom. <laughs> And then, like, okay, and then he comes back. He comes back, and he's all, like, you know, they've, like, put a rag on his head and given him water and sat him back down. And then the flight attendant comes back by. I was ready to shank her. She comes back by, and she says to him, I tried to tell her that there was something wrong, and she didn't want me to check. Like, right? Mm. I was like, mm. I'm his, I'm not a very good wife, yeah. I'm but I'm still his customer. wife. You're some, Jesus. Like, there's some people, it's just like, you're like, you don't even, you don't have to, like, I understand, you can have a little bit of attitude or whatever, but, like, you can't just be blatantly rude. She's like, this drunk bitch, yeah. I can say whatever I want in front of her. Sure. That was my rough draft um, marriage, though. Okay. I learned how. Rough draft marriage. I learned how to not do things. I just picture you crumpling that marriage up like a piece of paper. Like, Basically. All right, let's put this in the recycling. Yeah, bin. I got a working framework mm-hmm. of how, and then I realized I did a lot of editing this go around. Yes, and then you pitched it. Um, okay, but back to the the, the thing. Resilience. Uh, I you kind of got off track of the resilience. Okay, well, no, I'm just like... <laughs> I, my, my not resilience is, is exhibited oh, okay. right now. Okay, so I, I say that, though, because it is true that, like, I start complaining, but I do almost always finish. It's just a matter of, like... Yeah, how awful am I going to make I it? I need for to let else? you know how upset I am about this. How hard I'm while working. I do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how much harder everything is for me than apparently sure. everybody else that is here doing the no, same thing. No, I relate. Thing. I need cookies too. People need to give me a cookie afterwards. I just want everyone to know sure. that life is harder for me than it is for just anybody a else. Bit, yeah. Do you have any examples of that or just kind of um, too many to me? I Cuz I always think when you said resilience, my first thought was like when you were talking about how not resilient you were or whatever, I would say, oh, no, and touch the thing oh, and yeah. freak out. Well, yeah, I do actually. I mean, it's not that, but I have a – I was going to say this earlier when I didn't jump when you said whatever you said, oh, no, mm-hmm. or oopsie or whatever, is if I'm in a car as a passenger mm-hmm. and I see something interesting, mm-hmm. I have done it on multiple occasions where I yell, oh, my gosh, and then the driver will flinch, and then they're mad at me, mm-hmm. understandably so. Sure. Um, but I just got really excited about something. Sure. Instead, <laughs> they're like, I almost died because yeah. of your excitement. Thank I mean, you. I don't have a whole... And actually, it's interesting because my four-year-old is kind of going through the same thing. Like, we have about the same level of control over <laughs> our bodies. Like, our sensory stuff is just, like, overloaded all the time. Everything is the biggest deal ever. And I get it, like... When he is throwing a fit, I'm like, I tried to tell him actually, yes, or yeah, yesterday, I was like, I understand how you're feeling. You're like, and preach, my man. He, it didn't stop <laughs> him. He still like kept freaking out. And I was like, I understand how you're feeling. I don't know how to make it stop yeah. because I have 
felt like that my whole sure. life. So good luck, buddy. You're like, every time he complains, you're like, oh, you think that's bad? Listen to this. <laughs> just like let on your problems. I just no. scream louder at him. <laughs> no, I don't do that. No. Often. Yet. Very often. Okay, yeah. every mom yells at her kid. That's just the thing. Yeah, everybody. Every mom. Every mom does it. Well, no, I mean, I think that's actually probably, like, true. Like, it's like, I... Has your mom ever yelled at you? Of course. Of course. And she's still a great mom. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my mom is a, just a quick, quick note for everybody out there, including my mom, who does listen to this podcast, and I've given her multiple warnings about yeah. some different things, um, especially, like, la- I think it was, like, two episodes ago, I talked about something that was just really weird. Um, was it the exquisite penis? It was the exquisite penis just was so Are you so happy that I brought that back yeah, up? Yeah, let's, let's bring it back up so we can have... As we're talking about your mom. Like, man, this was really uncomfortable. Oh, you mean this thing? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so my mom is the best. She's super cool and she's the best. Can you tell the story about the flyer that you got in the mail that said... Um, oh, yeah! I like that story. So, uh, so yeah, so, like, when I was, um, you know, going back to school and everything like that, and I was living, um, with my, at my parents' house, I was, uh, I... I don't know. At some point in time, like, I guess, you know, I, I get mail and everything like that. Like, I've had bills and everything like that that come to my house. And so I get this huge, exquisite, ornate, um, God, it was almost like a package, but it was just like a, a giant, like, ornate letter, like a flyer, like she, like Mary said. And on it, it says, like, like uh, God, I can't remember. Something about, like... It was like, true love. True love. And it had, like, it said... Uh, Julie and Andy. <laughs> and I was like, when two and I was souls like, meet. When two souls meet, and it had this beautiful like heart necklace, and I'm like, nope, nope, not, <laughs> not a, uh, nope, not, not me and Jules. I don't think, I don't think that's gonna be a thing. But, but here's the thing: as a mom of a little boy, I would be like, oh, I do want matching oh, heart necklaces. Like, nope, 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 nope. Uh, but yes, I, I think fundamentally they got the wrong idea. Is that that just because I got mail there and, and they did some. Uh, some online marketing of uh, data uh, mining and apparently data mined with the incorrect, uh, basically, result in that one. Your dad was pissed. He's like, who's Andy? Who is this Andy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, my son. So, anyway, so, yes, that was that. So, um, so is that it for Mary story time? Ah, pretty much. Mary story time. It's over now. It's done. All right, so, moving on. Two. When do you think we're going to get our record deal? Our record deal from our great tunes? Yeah. We need to have a, a compilation album of just all of our, like, very small bits that we've Oh, that sounds delightful and terrifying yes. all at once. So, listener question. So, we just have one this week, as I mentioned, but it's a very good one. It is a good one. This one comes from one of our, I will say, all-star baller uh, podcast lovers, like our number one super fan. I don't, I'm not saying to anybody else that you aren't like the number one super fan, but this guy is, uh, he's on it. He's always, he's always in on everything. Is Who do you love more, him our, or your mom? Um, listen, Cedar, my mom's pretty amazing. Yeah. By the way, that's the name of the person, Cedar, um, who... I like that it was close enough that you had to like, be like, sorry, Cedar, sorry, it's Cedar, my mom. Sorry, Cedar, sorry. Um, I didn't know how much to pander on this thing to our, to our fans. <laughs> um, okay, so this one comes in from Cedar. Um, I don't know if he's Urbana or Champagne. So from the CU area, I think Urbana. Sure. He he strikes me as like an Urbana yeah, vibe. Sure, that seems right. Doesn't he? Uh, I'm sure he'll comment. He's like, nope, that's not uh, that's not right. Um, so, question: I own a house with my ex-wife in another town, which she lives in. The last time I was there, I had to go to the bathroom really bad. To be honest, 
I felt entitled to stop and use the bathroom because I own half of it, even though I don't live there. Okay. Also, she wasn't home, and we rarely talk. What is the appropriate moral standard here? Well, okay. We all know that if you own part of a property, you are allowed to go in whenever you want, which is why landlords can go into any apartment yes. they own and use the bathroom. It's a moral standard, not legal standard. <laughs> also, that's not true. What? A landlord can't just go into an apartment. Okay, I didn't know that. They can't? Do they have to call you and tell you? Uh, probably. I don't know. I don't know their exact code of stuff, but a I lot of the times, they have to tell a lot you. of times they have it in the lease that says like we can enter your room, your apartment for any reason. Like I've seen that on on leases I've had before. Like when you guys had that dog that you weren't supposed to that have. That one? Oh my gosh! No. When you lived with my husband. Yes. Uh. So quick story. Uh. Side note before we get back to Steve's question. Uh, when I was living with Sam for a brief amount of time, uh, Sam decided that a fun surprise for everyone without telling me was. Hey, by the way, we got a dog. Sam loves animals. We got a dog. So I so in this apartment complex that explicitly says no pets. Wow. Explicitly says no pets. Um, so which it was fine. I was like, okay, well, that's fine. Like I was trying not to be overbearing because I tend to get overly sensitive and overbearing. So I was like, I'm gonna go with the flow. <laughs> so we had this dog, I would say, for maybe two weeks, maybe. Okay. That's and longer than I thought. I know, and this dog is like a yippy little shit. I'm just gonna so say he's that. He's not being quiet. He is not great. So he yipped a lot. And, like, uh, and Sam said, like, different times he'd be, like, home or whatever, and he'd hear, like, some guy, like, downstairs, be like, shut that dog up! <laughs> and so, one day, I get home from work before Sam gets home, and I walk in, and on this crate that's covered up by, like, a blanket or something like that, where the dog is, on top of the crate, there is a note written that says, a pet has been detected in your house! <laughs> A pet has been detected in your house. And I'm like, yes, it has. It's literally right there. It's like, wonderful detective work. Yeah, that's a, that's a great detective work. Uh, they super sleuthed that one out. And yeah, so essentially it was like, hey, you have to get rid of this pet. Um, so we did find another, for those of you concerned, we did find a wonderful home for him. So he did does have a place to stay. And he, and he lived happily ever after. I love probably. that. Um, so anyways, Cedar's question. <laughs> Um, I also think it's kind of, it's a pretty big gamble. Like when you're like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom in someone's house who isn't there. Because oh, the terror in your heart of like if they show up, it's if gonna they be so showed weird. up, yeah. But you know, um, when I was going through my divorce, we also owned a house together, and we were trying to sell it. And I okay, I left the marital property because I was like piece out of this sure. situation but I was still I mean I also kind of felt the same way like okay I can go there whenever I want and I would go there to um bake mm -hmm. I would go there to like because it was a way better stove it was my stove that I picked so out this is my stove so yeah so I would go there and I, like, I knew when my when my ex's uh work schedule was so I would like go when he was at, I'm sure he came back in and he was like why does it smell like Indian food in here <laughs> but like I would go and like do that and then also one time I took my dog to Allerton and he got really muddy and I was coming back and I mm -hmm. bathed my dog in oh, the bathroom no. and I like wiped so him much down. Evidence. I know. I wiped him down with like, you know, all the muddy towels, like all over those like white towels and just like mm -hmm. left them everywhere. Oh god. So as far as the moral standard cedar, I would say not that. That's I know, that's right? Probably, it's better probably, than what I did. Don't don't do that. Um okay, so Cedar, uh, thank you for the question. I do have a few um a few ideas okay. for you here. Okay. So so you said, like you said, you own half of this place, all right? It's but is half it the good. half with the bathroom on that's, it? That's the question. So here's the thing. 
you own half. So what you need to do is in the future when you're you're in there and you're like, man, I don't want to go all the way home. I need to go to the bathroom. So you just walk in. Mm-hmm. You only stay on your half of the house. You kind of just predetermined to make one. And then you walk in and then you poop in the sink. That's what I was going to say. Exactly. <laughs> it really what was. say, literally? I was like, go in the sink, go in the so sink. So you poop in the sink. And when she says, why did you poop in the sink? You're like, that was my half. Like, the toilet was on your half. I'm not going to break the rules. Yeah. So you're like, like, wow. She's like, wow, what an amazing and respectful person. Was very that respectful. That he was only going to poop there. Um, and secondly, at that point, just be like, just, you know what? You own half of it. Build a massive blanket fort just covering your entire half of the house. Yeah. And then also seize half of her food in the kitchen and bring it into there. And then you can kind of, you know, nitpick what it's going to be. So just like snack chips, candies, soda pops, kids cereals, just go buck wild. Yeah. And so she'll come back home sometime and just be like, what is happening here? And you're just like, no girls allowed. And like, just yeah, have a big sign up. This is my Captain Crunch now. Yes. It's my Captain. You seized it. Hostile takeover. Um, okay. You, but, you could ahead. do something kind of like the King Midas. Was it King Midas? No, King Midas was gold. Turning things to gold. Yes. Who is the one that like cut the baby in half? I'm sorry. I don't know this person. You don't? It was no, like a biblical story. It was like, it was like, this is my baby. No, this is my baby. And then the king was like, I know what we'll do. We'll cut the baby we'll in half. Nazis. And then the the one lady was like, okay. And the real mom oh, was like, no, 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 she can have it. And he was like, that's how I know who the baby belongs oh, to. Man. You don't know this story? No, but I love the fact that. I love the fact that the biblical concept was that one person was just like, this is fine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is fine. I yeah. don't mind. So uh, just cut the house All I really wanted was those, those big, strong le- baby legs. So Yeah, that's all I needed. Yeah. Um, so on a serious note, though. So you got to take the top half of the baby. <laughs> I get the, I get the, I have to look at the, the cold, dead eyes. Um, so this has gone to a dark place. It usually does. It does, usually. Cedar. On a serious note, um, as someone who lives, uh, I live in Monticello, which is a smaller town about 20 minutes from Champaign, uh-huh. and basically 20 minutes and 20 minutes at least from anything, yeah. um, I very much, re- and so I, I work in Bloomington, and I spend my spare time in Champaign. So basically, for the most part, I am not at home all the time. So the struggle of needing to go to the bathroom um, at places is a very real for me, uh, because I will show up and I have like something that happens, like I'm like, oh, I went to this thing at like 2 um, and then I have like, I'm done with that. And now I've got two hours because I have another engagement at six o'clock or something like that. And there's that gap in time where I'm just like, well, time to loiter. Um, and so I'll either loiter, but at the same time, I'm like, I got to pee really bad and I don't know where to go. And the thing is, is that I have this moral standard with gas stations. And okay. I'm sure people do of, I am a coward. And so I absolutely 100% will always buy something at that gas station. Oh, really? Yes. If I'm going to use the bathroom, I have to have bought something from there. Now, this moral standard changes based on the amount of people in line. Can you just pee outside and not buy anything? Excuse? No, you can't pee outside. That's a, that's you'll get like if there's a child around, you could get like listed as a sex offender that's for true. peeing in public. Um, so, um, so yeah. So unless there is a line, if there are like say like three people in line, a they're distracted. And B, at that point, it's like, I'm just being inconvenient by buying this one piece of candy. Because here's the thing. Every time we come and record here in Urbana, we come in Urbana to record and I go home, 
every single time I go to this gas station on the way out of town because I have to go and I always buy something in that gas station except one time there were like four people online and I'm just like this guy just does not want to deal with me right now so I'm just gonna go I just pretend like I bought gas they don't know that I didn't no, just come the thing out of is it. I, I, but it's just this this mental block what kind of candy do you get um actually honestly on the way home like from this usually I'll go like I'll buy like a muffin oh <laughs> like a blueberry muffin or something like that because I don't actually eat dinner yeah these nights I was thinking about those Twizzler nibs Ooh, lately yeah like the cherry flavored ones yeah, yeah but the problem is I eat too many of them yes um, my kid, okay, so a, a toddler can, you just say, we have a potty emergency, mm-hmm. and the whole world opens Stops. up for you. Yes. I can show you the world. It was Christmas <laughs> Eve, and a grocery store that was supposed to close at like 8, it was like 8.05. We have an emergency. Yeah, I was like, I'm having a potty emergency. I was like, please, can you let us come in? He let us come in. They was like, oh, and I was like, seriously, thank you so much. You've you know, saved my van. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. And then another time my, the same child, cause he's the only one that's potty trained. Mm-hmm. The other one can just go wherever she wants. Sure. Um, which potty training is a trap. It is way easier when they are in diapers. Really? Oh my God. Yeah. They can go wherever you don't have to stop. <laughs> you don't have to be asking all the time. Do you need to go potty? It's like, okay. Oh, you got to go potty. Yeah. Yeah. Once you take that safety net away, you're like, gosh, now I have to like yeah. really pay attention to this child. Sure. And whereas before I could just be like, whatever, just, kid. just go. <laughs> but uh, he told me at the post office that he had to that he had to go poop, and I was like, oh my god, because there's no public bathrooms at a post office. Oh really? No, they're like don't want transients sure. in there. I think so. I told the clerk, I'm like, I am having a potty emergency. I'm like pleased you have like an employee's bathroom somewhere that I can go with this kid and he was like well I don't know he's like let me go ask and he went and asked this guy they let us go back in the mail room but it's like federal property Mm -hmm. right like we're not really supposed to be I'm committing a crime I'm probably not supposed to tell (laughs) but this guy let me do it I won't say which post office it was but he like walked us all the way back there and then like he had to stand by the bathroom and like wait for us to finish and so meanwhile like my kid is just having like the best time ever like (laughs) pooping at the post office he thinks it's like the coolest thing meanwhile yeah it took forever I was like buddy we gotta get going like we can't you know and he's like what is this thing what is how come this is over here and like just like playing with everything in there i'm like everything in here has germs yes please don't touch any of it yes and anthrax one time Uh, we were at the mcdonald's bathroom uh which is not a great bathroom sure but when you got to use it you have to use it i was i was i was using the restroom and i was like getting myself put back together and i look over and my toddler has his whole hand under the rim Uh, of the public mcdonald's toilet I freaked out. I completely freaked out. There is no amount of hand washing that will take that away. Oh, my God. I was like, okay, well, this baby's broken. Well, I got to take it back to the baby store. Returning this one. Um, Okay, so back to to Cedar's question. Um, Moral standard, just... Do whatever you want. Go to a, go to a gas station. Oh. <laughs> like, just like, you, we're inviting, we're inviting ourselves just to conflict. Like, I, I would, like, I get it. Like, you could probably sneak in there and get it done. Just go to, a, just go somewhere else. Like, it's just, there's no reason to invite that into your life. He should go, he should go into his ex's bathroom, not flush, and then leave a note that says, a turd has been detected. <laughs> <laughs> a turd has been detected in your bathroom. Please evacuate. Yeah. 
She'd be like, what? And she'd be like, I don't get the reference. It's a, you're you're like, like, oh, it's a joke from, from a thing that Andy and Sam did several years yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so so hopefully that helped Cedar and, uh, and you are now a better person because of our sweet advice. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's close out the podcast. Okay. So here come the things that you all hear about and I know you all stick around for because they're so important. Where to find us? Where? Facebook. Uh-huh. Mary and Andy aren't good at this. Please, everyone, uh, if you have not yet, um, please, on there, please, there is a place where you can rate and recommend us to your friends on Facebook. Um, please rate us five stars, um, because if you don't, that'll be sad face. If you would be so kind. That would be so swell. Um, also, um, when we post this, please share with your friends. Please tell your friends about it just ver- verbally, whatever, because um, we don't have, we don't advertise or anything like that, so this is all word of mouth, so any help or any assistance you can give. By the way, um, the growth we've had recently, the amount of love and support we've gotten recently has been super cool. Like, not anything we expected at this point to have as many listeners as we do right now. Somebody told me that you have a very soothing voice. Oh, well, thank you. I just said it in that way. You're welcome. Uh, yes. So, so thank you, that person. Yeah. Um, and uh, and where to find us again? Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. They listen to you in the shower. They also told me that part. They listen to you in the shower, and you have a soothing voice. We don't get to pick where people listen. <laughs> it's true, 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 true. They can do whatever they want. I didn't know if you were joking. I was like, I was like, this seems like something really creepy. And I'm like, oh no, she's serious. Okay. Totally serious. <laughs> That's what they told me. Okay. So, uh, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. As you've seen, we had well, some, the reviews are really fun, and we're, I'm about, we're probably going to read some of them here in the next couple episodes. So, if you can, please, if you're on Apple Podcasts, like where it lists all, like lists the front page of our thing, you just scroll down a little bit. You, there's stars, and then it will ask you to review the podcast. So, if you want to leave us a review, rate us five stars, that'd be super cool. And if you are even the tiniest bit funny, we will, we will love that forever. Absolutely. We'll share it. I love funny um, people. So, and then as far as uh, for stories and questions, as we mentioned last time, mm-hmm. uh, we are getting like a little bit low on stories that on questions. That's kind of why we introduced a new segment, which I really like, by the way. So I'm kind of glad we did this. Yeah. We were never planning on doing two questions. Go episode, quote yourself. But, um, but if you'd like to submit your stories, you can either uh, message us personally on Facebook or send your questions to Mary and... Andy care at gmail.com. Oh. Any closing remarks? Um I did have something, but I got too excited with my blowing thing, so now I don't have it anymore. Okay. Well thank you everybody again for listening and we will catch you next week. First episode eight. For episode eight.